Hey, it is the Man Fuse Podcast. We spoke last week about this book called The Daily Stoic. And Ben, I'm going to respond to your question, what the fuck is going on with the world? And today's message, start where the world is. And once again, we will quote Marcus Aurelius. Do now what nature demands of you. Get right to it if that's in your power. Don't look around to see if people will know about it. Don't await the perfection of Plato's Republic, but be satisfied with even the smallest step forward and regard the outcome as a small thing. Have you ever heard the expression, don't let perfect be the enemy of good enough? This idea is not to settle or compromise your standards, but rather not to become trapped by idealism. I start from where the world is as it is, not as I would like it to be. That we accept the world as it is does not in any sense weaken our desire to change it into what we believe it should be. It is necessary to begin where the world is if we are going to change it to what we think it should be. Hmm. There is plenty that you could do right now, today, that would make the world a better place. When he says the world a better place, your world. I mean, you might be out to change the world of many, but I take it as, too, there's stuff you could do today to change your world. That's right. What is in your life. There are plenty of small steps that, if you were to take, would help move things forward. Don't excuse yourself from doing them because the conditions aren't right Mm. or because a better opportunity might come along soon. Right. Do what you can now. And when you've done it, keep it in perspective. Don't overblow the results. Shun both ego and excuse before and after. Mm. I like that last part a lot. I really do. Because, Yeah. yeah, I mean... Do what you can do right now. Last week you referred to, you know, some health things you were going through. You had said you'd started 75 hard. It would have been so easy after being at the doctor's all fucking day for you not to go do the workout. Yeah. So you didn't have to start completely over. Yeah. And you did it. You did it and you didn't start over and you continued the course and you felt fucking good afterwards because you didn't just succumb to the circumstances of that day yeah i mean absolutely man and you know that's a very profound statement right there um that you just read and to me it reminds me of how we started this thing with the 2000 contacts i've got a friend that owns a a pest control company and i'm always saying if you just would hit 2000 doors and he it's very successful pest control company by the way does very well why doesn't he have a fucking podcast? If you would hit 2,000 doors, well, he's probably listening. We should tell him. Why don't you have a fucking podcast? Yeah. How many other... Hold on. Shut up, Ben. Yeah. How many other pest control companies yeah. have established themselves as leaders in the pest control world by using a podcast as a medium that's a, that's to a educate question. not only your clients, but also other pest control companies. Yeah, because think about it. What if there was a pest control podcast and you could use it like as a homeowner for like like you did an episode on ants, like kitchen ants. You did an episode on rats and mice. You did an episode on, or like just, what do you do? Or what the season is. 
What's yeah, it, but seasons. Seasons, seasonal like, things. You could have 100 podcasts. What separates your business? Yeah. For instance, and I'm, I know we're going off on a tangent here. This is exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Because it's like, okay, the other day, somebody knocked on my door. Yeah. And my kids go, there's somebody outside. I looked out the window and I was like, it's a stranger. I'll talk to him. Yeah. But I had seen this guy in my neighborhood really hustling. When I say hustling, dude, it's like 100 fucking degrees right. where we live in Georgia right, right. now. It is a sauna. Yeah, it is hot. cook your nuts hot. All of Jack's football practices have been and canceled. games canceled for the whole week. Right, because it's like 100 degrees. There's a heat advisory. This guy, when I was pulling in from work, I saw tall, good-looking young kid. Yep. Saw him going door to door. Yep. He hadn't made it to my house yet, but hours later- Did you talk to him? He rang my doorbell. What was he selling? Pest control. We need to get his card. Did you get it? I don't know. I've got a pest control company. He was good. I wasn't going to buy from him. I just had my shit serviced, but he was good. Yeah. I had objections. Yeah. He had answers he had and answers. responses. Yeah. And for a second there, I almost wanted to. Yeah. I almost wanted to just say, fucking give it to him. And I even told him afterwards, I said, after he tried to overcome my objection again yeah. and tried to sweeten the deal again, yeah. I said, I'm not going to buy from you today. But I do appreciate your sales pitch because yeah. it was damn good. You almost got me. That's funny. You know what my dad always said? What? My dad always said, if they tell you how good of a salesperson you are, do you know what that means? You didn't get the sale. That's fine. No, I know, but as a salesperson, yeah. if that's what's happening, just know. You no, probably didn't get it. No, you're not getting it, and I told right. him that. He did take up 15 minutes of my damn time standing yeah. at the front door. Yeah. With my daughter, we were about to go kick the soccer ball, and I right. said, I got to go kick the soccer ball with my daughter. He had a great sales pitch, yeah, he did. and it seemed like the company he was working for was like Moxie or something like that. There might even have been a couple of things they did that my current wasn't even doing. No, they are actually a good company. I recently had somebody that had a termite bond for them. Okay. And, you know, we fill out disclosure forms in the real estate world about those types of things. Well, oh, yeah, you're in real estate. You deal with these most, assholes all the time. Most often, people don't have like all their information together. And so we'll offer to gather that information if they just give us the company name. Trying to track these people down for the information that we need on the termite bond, which is all the terms of it, by the way, is tough. Okay. This company, Moxie, I call them, somebody answered, they're polite, they're ready for my call. They give I, you the shit, right? I told them the address of the property. She pulls it up. She's like, you're probably looking for the following information. Is there anything else you need? Bang, 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 bang. Gave me everything. It was over in five minutes. Wonderful experience. So you endorse them. I do endorse Moxie. You and I'm not surprised now to hear they've got the front lines covered because they got the back covered I'm too. Telling I'm telling you. you He's smart because he's like, so-and-so over here and so-and-so over there have already signed up. And That's so right. we're going to be out here tomorrow we'll anyway. Here anyway. So we would love to give you a deal That's right. and show you our services. That's one avenue, though. Who has a podcast? Who has established themselves I think Moxie that? should. Well, I think, I think, I think your buddy information to get in touch with them and say, listen, you guys came up as we were talking on a podcast, and we think you need to have a podcast because you guys... We both had stories about how great your company is. You should pay us for this endorsement right now. Yeah. But your buddy who owns this company. Yeah. 
if it's done right, there are many reasons like how do you prepare your home for summer, winter, fall, spring? All those things. All those things. What our company does that these other companies don't do. Right. Nightmare stories. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how many crazy ass stories your buddy has from being in the pest control business. Oh, dude, he's got stories. I've been trying to get him to come on. You know who it is, Gary. I've been trying to get him to come on. Tell him to quit eating mushrooms and get the fuck up. <laughs> is he mic shy? He ought not to be. He's Gary. Oh, well, apparently you know? <laughs> Gary's scared. He's not anything else shy. <laughs> but it could be applied to any company. And I think you talk about 75 hard and what I've been doing there and, and just everything else going on. And what I'm gravitating toward, and that's what this is talking about, is a, the day one mentality. Day one. It's either one day or is it day one? There's a big difference. You're either going to do it one day or it's day one of you doing it. And the truth is, if you really think about it, every day is day one for everything you do. You're never going to do it the same exact way you did it. It's always a little bit different. You wake up every day is a little bit different. Different variables are thrown in your face, different situations. Right. So the day one mentality requires that you are of peak mental and physical condition. Why? Because there's no excuses of not doing what you're going to get ready to do today because today's day one. There's no stacking effect. You didn't earn a day off. You didn't earn. And then I'm not saying you can't take a day off. I'm just saying we as a people, and certainly I'm talking about myself in a lot of ways, you know, you get comfortable, you get into a groove, you get into frustrations with people, you get into good feelings about people, bad feelings about people. These things build over time, right? But the day one mentality requires that you attack every day to the max, every day to the maximum. I do find that mentality in 75 hard because what 75 hard really is, is 75 consecutive day ones. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like yesterday doesn't matter. You still have to execute your tasks today. You got it. Full Media.